0: This is the Go Get Her podcast, the safe corner of the internet where we normalise big dreams and being intentional with your life. With your hosts, Caitlin Berry, Alicia Hall and Danny Knight.
1: Let's get into it.
0: (laughs) Hey guys, welcome back to the Go Get Her podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who has supported us so far. We appreciate every single one of you. Today's podcast is a little bit more deep, I'd say. We are touching on all things to do with victim mentality, what it is, what it means to us, how to get out and break up with that victim mindset. Um, so if you are interested, then please keep listening and we hope it resonates with at least some of you. Um, but we're going to kick off with our do better and go get it.
1: Oh, we forgot to mention that. It's just
0: us two today. Oh, true. Yes. Um. So today... It is just Caitlin and I, Danielle. <laughs> Danielle. Danielle. Um, our beautiful friend Alicia is off to Fiji. so Selfish. Bitch. It's just going to be us. You might be um, a bit sad about that because she's a funny bitch, but uh-huh. we hope we bring to you some good content while she's away.
1: Um, so my go get up. Or the week was – this week was my first week online as a full-time online coach. Um, Yeah, it was good. It just gave me so much more free time in the week Mm -hmm. to actually give more effort into my clients and look at all the back-end stuff of my business and all the stuff that I need to do, which I was putting off because I didn't have the time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just feel like leaving – face to face it was sad but I had to take that step back to take two forward and make the right decision to me so doing more admin stuff and making sure that my service is the best it possibly can be for my clients um and my do better was was too this is I just spoke to Danny before about this I need to start celebrating my success more I feel like I'm so I feel like my mindset for the past year has always been like what do I need to do to be better how do I get to where I want to be I want to do this next I want to do this next and that's probably a reason why I like have been so successful in everything I've done but it also comes at a cost of like you're never satisfied with where you are and I feel like lately I'm just like just be happy with your day like Kendall actually posted a really good quote and it was like my task for today is to just have a good day. Mm-hmm. Just have a good day. like, And then every day you wake up, just have a good day and then it will compound over time because, yeah. She's self-critical and it's <laughs> not the best. You have to be self-critical but, fuck, you got to be There's careful. There's a fine
0: line between
1: being... Aware, oh, self-aware. Sorry. I've noticed it keeps moving. I was like, there's a fucking ghost in here. Sorry, guys, my microphone keeps moving. How do I stop this? It keeps going walk walkabout. Just a couple of technical difficulties. I'm genuinely about to switch microphones. Switch. Guys, I'm switching, see y'all? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> okay, she's Hello. back. Okay.
0: <clears throat> okay, well, first of all, congrats on your first week as a fully online coach. Wait. Celebrate that success. It is. It it is a blessing and a curse. Like, it's so good to want to achieve, like, the most amazing things. But like you said, you're never going to be happy if you just live in the moment and be like, wow, I've actually achieved so much and I'm so happy with where I am. But yes, I do want more. Mm. But also just be also grateful that, like, it's been this successful and obviously not happened by luck. Anyway, moving on. Anyway. My go get her is literally involving fuel again. I don't know what my 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 obsession is. I think it's because I literally just think... It's such a win, but I've only used half a tank of fuel this week and I'm just so proud of that. I'm like, hell yeah. I'm, when I fill up on Tuesday, it's literally going to be like $30. Oh, doesn't, that, doesn't that satisfy we you? We love the savings. We love the savings because <laughs> I'm spending so much money on coffee. Anyway. Oh, no. Iced drinks are like $8 each in this current economy.
1: Criminal criminal daylight robbery (laughs) cost of living crisis bloody never gonna be able to afford a house at this fucking rate. no i actually um heard something i think it was my friend lily she was like the average price of a coffee is like seven dollars say you're having one a day that's two thousand five hundred fifty five dollars a year if you times that (gasps) by (gasps) ten That's like twenty five thousand dollars. It's still not enough for a house deposit, so you just keep having the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love that. It's so true, Your though. Mouth. It used to twenty thousand. Used. To, I remember when I first like moved into my first rental. I was like, "Yep, twenty grand is a deposit. That's a deposit."
1: Yeah, now, like hundred thousand dollars, hundred for a fucking shithole as well. <laughs> yeah. Do you know my parents <laughs> bought their first house, block and land. $68,000. <laughs> Where was it? <laughs> no, but
0: literally my mum my mum's first ever place it was like 20 grand. I think my mum's a bit older than you guys. Your parents?
1: Yeah, she's a bit older than me.
0: She's a bit older than you, darling. Not Helen. i <laughs>
1: really
0: <laughs> Um anyway, my do better. <laughs> we went so- oh no i hope that doesn't set the tone for this whole we whenever we record our podcast it's always after our hot girl walk so we've obviously socialized with a lot of people and it's so fun like we love it so much but it's also like afterwards we like feel a little bit like oh i could go for a nap right now and then we have Mm -hmm. to do our we have to do our podcast so it's like we have to switch our brains back on
1: yeah after being like overstimulated
0: yeah and so like high on adrenaline i can never say that Adrenaline.
1: Hmm? Yeah.
0: Anyway, my do better is to buy a new coffee machine. Um, everyone that follows me and watches my stories and doesn't skip them um (laughs) would know that I bought a coffee machine in August and I have not been able to get it to work for the longest time. And I finally figured out I was using the wrong pods. Anyway, I bought the right pods from Nespresso. Um was so excited about using them, they got delivered. Anyway, I put them in the coffee machine and it still doesn't work. And I honestly could have cried. In that moment, I could have cried. I used three because I was like, maybe it was just,
1: yeah. It was like months in the making for this coffee and it just, just I'm actually not going to work. Yeah. (laughs) But don't get your coffee machine from Costco. It literally was still $200. Like, ouch. apparently you can
0: return things from Costco though, like 10 years. So I'll be doing that. I just need to find the time. Another so my, <laughs> my do better, yeah, my do better is to buy a new coffee machine. slay, like, <laughs> literally life-changing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. All yeah right.
0: So we came up with a little bit of a definition um, between the two of us to do with victim mentality. So we said someone with a victim mentality believes that they are powerless in their own lives. They blame others for any challenges that they have faced with and they feel like they always attract bad luck
1: yeah right yeah we well we didn't make the definition but that's how we've like perceived interpreted it interpreted the victim mentality so yeah it's just not a nice person to be around and whether you're listening to this and you know someone or you might i don't know listen to this podcast and be like oh shit that's me that is me And not even be aware of it. That's okay, though. Yeah. That's why we're here.
0: Yeah. It's all right. We're going to help you change and get out of that victim mentality and attract good things in your life.
1: Yeah. When you've got the victim mentality, you're just not a nice person to be around. Yeah. but Bit of an energy sucker, in my opinion. Okay. So we'll go through, I guess, what a victim mentality looks like. And Danny and I are actually going to touch a little bit about our stories of how we could have easily slipped into the victim mentality but d- did not um, and how we can, you know, get out of that mindset because once you're in, <laughs> you're in for a good ride, that doesn't bloody stop.
0: Because mm-hmm, it's a habit
1: that builds yep. over time. Yeah. So it is a learnt behaviour. So whether that's learnt from like parents or friends or your experience in life it is a learned behavior so you have to give yourself grace and like obviously you can't control where you were brought up and your environment you were in so it because the good thing is because it's learned it can be unlearned it's not like a fucking gene in your body that you can't change mm, mm-hmm. so you gotta be open to change here doll doll <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the victim mentality is obviously a learnt behaviour and you tend to feel helpless. So there's a bit of layers to it. Okay, so you are always needing recognition from others and the pain and suffering you experience, you want it to be acknowledged by other people to give you that sense of power for people to feel sorry for you or not attack you for certain things or bring up certain things because they know like you'll use something that you've experienced in the past as not an excuse but a reason as to why you did something or how you acted or what you said Um, and that that is a sense of power over people Mm -hmm. and that that moral superior wow what's that word moral superiority where your pain and suffering is put above others people's like discomfort Mm mm-hmm I was just thinking of a really good example. It's
0: like when someone who's like been brought up really badly and they're like, say their parents are like criminals. It's like you can either be a product of your environment and be a criminal as well and do bad things to to people because that's how you were brought up or you can completely change the trajectory of your life and be like, I'm actually going to be a good person because I never want to be like my family.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's so many, they're like yeah there is you you have a choice yeah it is a choice at the end of the day yeah
0: um being in that victim mindset almost gives you a lack of empathy because you're so stuck in your own victim mindset and your own experiences and your own pain and your own suffering that you're so oblivious to other people's struggles because you feel like you know i had it worse or yeah. this happened to me mine is more painful i've suffered more which gives you like a sense of entitlement and yeah, lack of empathy.
1: Yeah, like entitlement and power over the people in your life because I've experienced this so I have to be like this and you have to feel sorry for me and I don't care, you know, like oh, this happened to you but yeah, like this happened to me Yeah, and then other people's feelings are not even considered because you've had it worse mm. and then yeah, you, you seek validation through that. And it's almost like you thrive off people acknowledging how much you've suffered in your life or Mm. what you've been through. And you like, it's like a drug. It's, you just need it constantly. And then the deeper you go, the more acknowledgement you get. And it's just like this cycle. It's addictive cycle. It's it's
0: low-key like narcissistic. Yeah. Because people are like validating that because, you know. Other people are empathetic, so they're like, "Oh, like that's that, that must have been really hard," and like
1: you like love that feeling. Yeah, and that then causes people to be entitled and selfish and like arrogant because they don't give a shit about your life. It's yeah. like this is about me. They're on like their moral high horse. They're yeah. like,
0: "Oh well, you know, I can actually get away with this because this happened to me." Yeah, and.
1: Essentially, victim mentality. Are people who have victim mentality, they repeat the same story with no solution, which keeps them in that loop of suffering and pain. Mm-hmm. The same story over and over again. They just want to complain, and people feel sorry for them. They don't actually have a solution. It's like, so what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't believe you asked me that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Blah blah blah. Mm. Like, feel sorry for me. And it's almost like when you
0: put out that energy, you are going to attract that energy back. So if you're saying like, oh, poor me, this happened to me, this happened to me, unlucky me, like, of course more things are going to happen to you because that's what you're seeking. That's what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. I know I, I went through a phase, a little mini phase in my life where I was, you know, talking about bad things that happened to me. I'm like, oh, my boyfriend cheated on me and then he left me and then I... Slice my finger at work and then I crashed my car and I was like telling people these things and I'm like of course these things are going to keep happening because I'm literally talking about it and I'm like bringing it into fruition by constantly speaking about it
1: luckily I've grown
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, people don't want to be around that people want to be around positive energy and they want to feel good about themselves when after hanging out with you and like if you're constantly Talking about the shit things that are obviously in moderation. If you're going through something that's a really hard time, confide in your friends. But mm-hmm. don't be constantly, why does this happen to me? Why me? Poor me. Like, there's a there's a big difference.
1: Yeah, there's a big difference in asking for help. And venting. And venting to, you know, overcome said challenge. And then there's a difference of literally sucking the life <laughs> out of the people that you love yeah because all you want is their validation and be like oh did you hear about danny i'm so sorry for her like, yeah oh oh she just can't handle that right now it's too much stress for her mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. roll eyes. eyes i roll but we do want to preface that Obviously, everyone has been a victim at some point in their lives and there's definitely, like, genuine reason for someone to be a victim and Danny and I have our own stories which we're going to touch on. Um, and, like, life is always going to happen and we all have a story. Um, oh, the lights went off. The lights went off. Um, but you do not have to stay in the place of victimhood, but there are people that do, again, are not looking for that solution. Um They just want people to acknowledge their pain and use manipulation tactics to keep people in their lives. So they'll constantly want people to worry about them, message them, call them, but like obviously not answer because they're like, it's feeding. the Oh, people care about me. I Mm. love this. Look at all this attention I'm getting because I'm such a victim. Mm. And then it's like so fucking draining for the people that actually love you. Mm -hmm. But you don't give a shit because Mm. you're so worried about how hard life is for you um so this poor me act that they have developed prevents people from like being allowed to criticize you
0: yeah and like have their opinion on a situation or like something that's happened to them It like
1: yeah like there's been there's been so many times we've come to each other where we've like criticized not like what's the word Constructive criticism, I'm like, "Oh, I feel like you could do this differently or let's do this or whatever. like if, if there's an a problem, I'm always gonna bring it up to you. Mm-hmm. But if you had that victim mentality, <laughs> <laughs> the light just keeps turning on and off. If you had that victim mentality, I would be too scared to criticize something that you've done or be like, Danny, I don't like the way you did this. you know, like you know, you'd be expecting an apology for whatever. It's just like, how can I even talk to this person when I know it's just going to be literally about? So there's a little analogy that I heard a while ago
0: and it's every person has a different size plate. So someone may have a really big plate, but they had a shit experience, but there's loads more room on the plate for them to deal with that bad experience and see the good outside of that. And then some people are given a small plate and something might've happened to them, but that small thing actually covers their entire plate and they don't know how to deal with that small thing so it just consumes them because that's all they can see obviously every person's experience is valid and you're so entitled to feeling hurt or sad by the things that have happened to you but it does get to a point where you know you can choose to let that be your story but Like we were saying earlier, like only you can change that story. Only you can save yourself. No one is going to come and save you. You need to do the work, do the self-development to make your plate bigger, to be able to equip yourself better to deal with these things and move past it. You know, it's not your story forever. Something can happen to you and yes, feel it, sit in it, but there comes a time where you actually need to move past it.
1: Yeah. 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 That was really well said. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm sweating. (laughs) Um, I feel like so many people could, if you're in your victim mindset, could literally be sitting listening to this and be like, yeah, but you haven't experienced this and I experienced this and like, like no one knows what it's like, but fucking Danny and I have been through some shit, Mm -hmm. some gnarly shit and we could have easily just played the victim card Mm -hmm. so easily. And I'm sure there was times where we probably did for a while and- Like, this is what we're trying to say is you are allowed to have something, you know, quite traumatic or horrible happen to you. We're not saying that you have to completely get over it and move on. Like, you're allowed – you need to feel your feelings. You need to be sad. You need to – you know, you can be angry. You can be whatever the feelings that you need to be to heal and move on. I don't like saying move on. (laughs) Move past. Um. But, yeah, that does come to a time where it's like, okay, like, this is consuming you and you are a completely different person now. There
0: are more – that's just a chapter in your life. There's way more chapters to your life than just that bad experience.
1: Yeah. Do you want to talk about yours? I was going to – I thought you were going to go first. I can go first if you want. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. So – The experience that comes to mind where I could have easily played the victim card um, was, I think it was April last year. Anyway, I had, you guys know the story. I've spoken about the podcast. If you want to hear the full story, go listen back. But obviously I found out I was pregnant and the pregnancy was unlocated. So I had an ectopic pregnancy, which I got rushed to hospital to have major surgery not major surgery, just surgery.
0: <laughs> I don't know where the major word come from. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty... Victim m- mentality.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was pretty... It's invasive. Invasive, yeah. So I had my fallopian tube taken from me as well as obviously the pregnancy inside. Um, and yeah, so obviously like that was fucked physically, but then mentally after it was almost like why has that happened to me Mm -hmm. like why the fuck did that happen to me like what did I do to deserve that Mm -hmm. and like I fell down this trap of like I swear this never happened to anyone like obviously having my IUD in it was like I'm just so unlucky blah 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 and then I think there's a massive difference when social media comes into play when things happen and it's like a lot of people will think that you are wanting attention for Mm -hmm. whatever's happened for you and I'll be completely honest I feel like posting on social media was actually helpful in the fact that people could support me Mm -hmm. I was just really needed support Mm -hmm. like I'm just super honest Mm -hmm. but then I was posting and I was like no wait like this isn't just about me like this happens to so many other people so not only did I Like I didn't want to make it about me anymore. I wanted to make about the experience and the experience is shared. Mm -hmm. It's a shared experience that has happened with so many other people. And I wanted to raise awareness and you know, like this shit happens, which I didn't think it could. (laughs) And then, yeah, I found what's the word I'm looking for? Comfort. Mm -hmm. I found comfort in sharing my story and finding other people that had been through the same and like healing through that and healing through my relationships. But fuck yeah, there was a time where I was like, oh my God, this is – guys, this happened to me. Like what the fuck? Like Mm -hmm. I'm a victim. Mm -hmm. Which you are to a point where – and then, but then it's like, okay, that that point in my life was the worst point I'd ever been in. I hated my job. I hated – I fucking hated my life. Like I hated it. And obviously all that on top, mentally, physically, everything, like I couldn't go to the gym, couldn't do whatever. And then that was like in that moment, that's when you can enter the victim mentality for the long term and go back into that loop. And it's like, I could have stopped going to the gym. Like obviously once I was ready to go back, I could have just not gone. I would have locked myself in my house and not gone out and not spoken to my friends and Obviously, I was very lucky to have supportive people around me. So, obviously, going through the hardest thing I'd ever experienced, rather than going that way, which I didn't want to do, I went the other way and I was like, you know what? I've literally almost just died. My life can be taken away in any split moment. Why am I worrying about shit? Why am I in a job I hate? Why am I not moving my body the way I want to? Why am I why do I pick myself apart, blah, blah, blah. And it just was a massive shift in my life where I was like, life is actually amazing and I want to live it and I want to have an abundant life. So then I was like, fuck it, I'll quit my job. I'll start my business. And then that is like the stepping stone of like how my life completely changed in a year. And it's not like I'm thankful that that happened, but if that experience never happened to me, I'd probably still be a teacher.
0: Right. It's so bizarre because I know so many people like you think, everything happens for a reason you think fuck well, why is that kid got fucking cancer like in that sense but then in our both of our instance it's like yes that fucking horrible thing happened to us but it's like it was a blessing in a way because it's yeah. honestly done good yeah in your life
1: yeah and it's just like that is how one little thing like doesn't even obviously have to be that extreme but there's there's cases where there's more extreme it's like there there is your window well you've got two doors Mm -hmm. go down the victim mentality have fun in that loop Mm -hmm. forever or fuck my life is shit let's change it exactly you get to choose yeah and i'm not saying that i decided one day fuck yeah i'm gonna quit my job and do all this and i'm gonna live my best life Bruh, <laughs> I can't even tell you the amount of fucking tears I cried those yeah. months. But mm-hmm. I, I knew I was still making that unconscious, oh it was kind of a conscious decision, to make my life better, mm-hmm. just put everything into perspective. So yeah, it does. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for listening.
0: <laughs> 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 so mine was when i was 21 so i think
1: 2018 mhm i don't know let's just go with that yeah. we're not let's the same age <laughs> let's just go
0: with that yeah 2018 um i got diagnosed actually got double diagnosed a double diagnosis with bowel cancer and crohn's disease so i'd always struggled with having a sore stomach after meals and, you know, I went through years and years of doctor's appointments and um, blood tests to find what the issue was. You know, it wasn't gluten intolerant, it wasn't celiac disease, it wasn't lactose intolerant, couldn't find it. And then it got to the point where I was bleeding from my bum hole and <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound good. And, yeah, I went to the doctors and they – um booked me in for a colonoscopy and it turned out that I had Crohn's disease and bowel cancer. Um, So something that definitely could have been prevented um, and it was so easy for me to just go, fuck the system, fuck this. I've been complaining about this for so long. Why didn't they do deeper research? Like, why the fuck did this happen to me Um, at such a young age? And it was really hard because at the time, you know, you're 21, everyone is going out partying having so much fun and it was like I really tried to include myself in things but I would go and I'd be happy while I was with everyone and then I'd go home after and I'd think fuck none of these people have to go home and still have this bowel cancer inside of them it was so yeah it was hard and thankfully it's all been removed now so we're all happy and healthy but I think experiencing that made me not take my health for granted like I'd always been I've always been skinny like I've always been quite a skinny person so I would never really had to care about what I ate I would just eat like shit
1: mm.
0: not be mindful about what I put in my body binge drink everything mm-hmm. and I think that happening to me was like fuck you could have actually lost your life you need to be so careful about what you put in your body and it didn't happen straight away I still I still drunk for a little while. You know, you can't drink. When, you're not supposed to drink when you have Crohn's disease. Mm. Like it's really bad for inflammation and mm-hmm. fast food and everything like that. It's, it's all just terrible. And it took me a really long time to learn what was good and what was going to benefit me and my body. But, yeah, that was the turning point for me. That was when I was like, I'm going to sign up to a gym. I'm going to be really mindful about what I put in my body. Um, and, yeah, that could have been – an experience where I was like, "Well, oh, actually, I did write a status, but it was like, it was to raise awareness. This is when Facebook was like, you know, Facebook you used it. yeah, yeah. And I just remember saying, like, you know, I got diagnosed with bowel cancer, blah, blah, blah. This isn't for sympathy. Like, I just really want to raise awareness because cancer doesn't discriminate. At the end of the day, it could mm-hmm. be anyone. You, do, you don't think it's going to be someone you know, and then it is. Yeah. So just listen to your body, be in tune with your body. If something's not right, go to the doctor. Yeah. And I just wanted to spread awareness in that way. But, yeah, I could have easily gone, fuck this shit, why me, poor me, look at how shit my life is. But I instead I turned it around and look where I am now. Like I'm so fucking healthy. I actually got told that I'd be on medication for the rest of my life and I'm four years later and I don't need to take medication because I actually listened to my body. I looked after it. I fed it properly. I stopped drinking alcohol. I did all of the things. And, yeah, now I'm just fucking grateful to be here, happy, healthy,
1: yep. alive. Yep. Yeah, there would have been – well, could have, would have been so many times where you're like, why the fuck can't I have, like, KFC yeah. or why can't I have this or why can't I drink? And it's like you – did you have a point where you were like, this is so unfair or did you – like, did you have a moment of victim mentality or were you just like – not this like I literally almost lost my life I think when I I actually only cried like twice
0: once when I told my mum and then the second time because I got a phone call saying that it was cancer and then I like had to relay that to my mum which was like hard because it's your mum and they don't want to hear that and like Mm. you know you're going to be okay but your family doesn't like I feel like in my heart I just knew that I was going to be okay But yeah, the second time I cried was after seeing my friends and then coming home and having that victim mentality going, they're not, they're still happy at home. Like they're fine. And I have to come home and like still have this shit in my body. Um, but that's the only time really. I mean, I think as well, when I was recovering from surgery and I was like bedridden and I was like so sick because of the medication, it was like, um, I had got part of my bowel removed. So it's a big surgery. Um, and yeah, I think I did feel a bit sorry for myself, but I never like projected it onto anyone else because
1: yeah, yeah. there's such a like big difference that I feel like they can get mixed up is like seeking help from friends mm. and literally just playing plain victim. Yeah, obviously you're you're we were both victims of what happened to us, mm-hmm. but I've never like come to you or Leash or like and been. I need something like, side <laughs> note, like, why did that happen to me? Like, my body's so different now. I hate the way I look. Yep. Like, you guys look so good and I don't. And why Why this, why that? And it's almost like, yeah, you're projecting onto the people that have got nothing to do with it. Like, mm-hmm. they're literally just trying to help you and be your their support. But if you're just going to keep making it – a negative thing about you and project it onto your friends they're not gonna want to support you and then that lack of support is going to put you into another loop of victim mentality and be like my friends aren't supporting me I can't mm-hmm. I just went through the most traumatic thing of my life and my friends don't even want to support me but it's like you have to also look at yourself and be like how are you addressing the situation because it only gets to a point where like your friends really can be there for that long and it might even be like years you could yeah yeah, your friends would stick by you for years and years like obviously they're gonna let you heal and work through it but like fuck you really need to like pull your finger out and start doing the work yourself because no one again can save you yeah
0: stop fucking milking it (laughs) use it for the greater good like you you raised awareness like me i flipped this story and became a coach and help other people with like yeah. <laughs> like just with gut health and stuff, like I'm so much more equipped now because I've experienced that and now I can help other people understand their body more. Like I had a client come to me saying that she was feeling really bloated and gassy because of she didn't know why. Like she's like, I'm just always being gassy. And I'm like, okay, what about are you eating any of these vegetables? And she's like, oh, my God, I'm eating that. I'm like, let's remove it. Let's see if that's the issue because that was something that really triggered my – my bowels in the past, mm-hmm. so use it. Use your adversities for the greater good to help other people.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Yeah, I feel like it's it's actually quite common in the fitness space and like people trying to get results and stuff. There's a lot of victim mentality going on with like, I can't lose weight. I'm not gaining muscle. Like, I can't eat this. I can't eat that because my stomach doesn't do this. And it's like stop looking at such the negative point of view from it Mm -hmm. you've literally found that your body does not agree with that food that's the fact sorry it sucks yeah but now you can live a healthier lifestyle and not live in pain so like look at it as a positive like oh you know I can't eat dairy that's a shame but you know there's alternatives there's like you know you're going to feel so much better for not shitting yourself every day from having dairy. Like, you just need to start looking at the bigger, more positive side rather than being straight into the victim mentality. I'm sorry. (laughs) Actually, like, okay, step
0: out of it for a sec. You can't eat dairy. Boo fucking (laughs) who? It's literally one food group. Like, there are people who can't eat – that. there are people who get, like, A a cup of rice a day and they are so fucking happy with Mm -hmm. that cup of rice. You can't eat dairy. Okay. Yeah. There's so many things you can eat.
1: Victim mentality is huge in like – it's fucked. Victim mentality is so big in first world countries. Yeah. And you're like, shut up. Yeah. You've got food to eat. You've got a place to sleep. You've got people that do love you. You go to work, you make money. Mm. There's people that do not have these things, and they're literally the happiest people in the world because they—that's just their life, and they—they're not comparing their life to other people. So <sighs> true. Whereas, like our where we are and all the shit we consume on the daily basis, there's so much comparison. It's like victim, 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 victim. Yeah. It's like shut up, people are <laughs> dying. Yeah, there's literally people dying.
0: Yeah. But they focus on things like.
1: Family, community,
0: their culture. Mm. Shift your focus. Shift. So, now we are going to speak about how to unlearn the victim mentality. Just know that it is a habit that you've developed over time and it is possible to unlearn it, just like anything. Like a habit is built.
1: Yeah. It's a hard pillar. Pillow. <laughs> Pillows are hard it's to swallow. A hard pill to swallow. But you just need to be honest with yourself and take responsibility for your own actions and just own it. People make mistakes and it's just oh, obviously like if you're in this loop and it's reoccurring, you're always going to feel sorry for yourself. <laughs> like it's going to be really hard. But hopefully, hopefully, like listening to this podcast or if you know someone that's like it's that's in this like it's not you you're not at fault it's the person in this mindset and the only way that they're ever going to move past it is if they like identify the loop Mm -hmm. that is the hardest part Mm -hmm. and and
0: acknowledging and accepting the fact that you've actually done you're in that mindset
1: yeah and apologizing people that are in the victim mentality do not apologise. They shift the blame because they're the victim. Yeah, always. Their life's
0: worse. Oh, Danny, you really upset me when you said that. Yeah, but I had cancer, so that's pretty bad. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: that's what a victim Yeah, like that's That's obviously really dramatic,
0: a dramatic example, but like that's essentially what it is. Oh, me and my partner, like we had a fight last night. He did this to me. Oh, yeah, well, my partner cheated on me, so (laughs) that's not that bad.
1: Oh. You know? horrible if it's a competition yeah
0: it's a competition if you have someone like that in your life just keep them at arm's length honestly they need to figure it out by themselves yes unfortunate events will happen to you that is life but everyone goes through adversities like every single person has things that happen in their lives good or bad But the world doesn't just fucking stop because something bad has happened to you. It's going to continue to rotate and you need to deal with that thing that's happened to you and learn how to move past it and not use it to manipulate other people.
1: Yeah. And if you feel like you can't do that alone, seek help. Go see someone. Go see a professional. There's people who study Mm -hmm. to help people get out of the victim mindset. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's okay. Like, you can ask for help, mm-hmm. but don't make it <laughs> all about you. Yeah. No, I feel like when you seek professional help, it is all about you because mm. you're getting to the root of, like, why you're like this and all of that. But, like, when it's with your friends and people who actually have an emotional attachment to you, like, they're not your therapists. Mm-hmm. At the, like, your friend, you know, your friends are your therapists, but... When there's, like, something really gnarly going on, you cannot expect your friends to hold that weight for you. They it's, don't have the tools a burden. to... burden.
0: Yeah, they don't have the tools to assist you in healing. Like, they can be there for you and hear you and hold space for you, but girl.
1: Girl. Go see a professional. Yeah, and we say that with so much love and... Yeah. It'll be the best thing you probably ever do. Not that either of us could see. <laughs> Yeah, we don't need one (laughs) No,
0: I feel like everyone could benefit in some way To go see a therapist or a psychologist Um, But it's like the plate analogy Like we obviously have very big plates And we can handle a lot of things Mm -hmm. Whereas some people have smaller plates And things may affect them more And that brings us to our last one Is to practice gratitude And appreciate the little successes in life And we wrote some little examples
1: yeah, so small things like the sun is shining and you're getting good vitamin D for the day. You have access to fresh water. Um, like small shit, like you had yummy coffee. That literally, it, would, it wouldn't break my day, but
0: that makes my day. Like if I have a good coffee, I'm like, fuck yeah, great start to the day. This coffee is great. I'm about to have a great day. Yeah. Just notice the little things in life and we promise you you'll be happy happier. Like when you go on a coast walk and like the sun is shining on this ocean and it's like little sparkles, Mm -hmm. shit like that. Yeah. The breeze on your armpits when they're sweaty.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's a good one. You know? Yeah. And I think like you just need to start taking note of like, okay, has there been an event in life where, you know, it was a wedding or I don't know, like a ball or I don't fucking know. And you like your friend is going through something, and it's all about them. Have you at one stage made it about you? Mm. Stop fucking doing that. Yeah. Not everything is about you. Not every mm. little situation's about you. If you can't support your friends and make something you know for one day if that actually does not sit right with you and you really think like okay well this is one day is all about this one person and not me how does that make you feel does that make you feel happy for your friend and like yes this is all about you or are you feeling like you know have a little think about that one
0: i'd be howling if someone made my wedding day about them I would literally be, like, so disappointed. Yeah. But hopefully no one does that. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Caitlin Berry. <laughs> I know Fuck you're off. prone. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness. But, yeah,
0: hopefully you took something from that, whether it be learning how to not be a victim or acknowledging that you have someone in your life that plays the victim and perhaps just. Dis- Distancing yourself from that person, I think some victim people can't be helped at the end of the day, and it's not mm. really your responsibility to help them. Some people are so stuck in that loop that it's just like,
1: yeah, and trying to help them and support them through that, it's just going to be another jab to be them, another attack. It'll be your fault. It'll for be your fault. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Some it's sometimes unfortunately people cannot be saved mm-hmm. from their own mind, mm-hmm. which is really sad. It is really sad, but
0: also you've just got to focus on yourself
1: and put your energy into people that love you.
0: And that fill your cup up, not people that drain it and suck the living daylights out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that is the main topic covered for today. And We thought we would...
1: I feel like this could go for another 20 minutes. It
0: literally could go for hours. Obviously, the last thing we said was to practice gratitude and we thought it was a really good segue into... A little fun segment for the end and we are going to speak about very briefly about things that are just convenient. Things that are just so convenient for us mm-hmm. in 2024 that just you know you might take for granted. We're going to remind you to be grateful for these things. Yeah.
1: Oh great segment Okay so the, the first thing that is just so convenient, airdrop. Absolutely. Do You, you would have had to use
0: like a little um like a USB, mm-hmm. what are those discs called? Um, hard drive. A hard drive, a backup drive. Yeah. If you wanted photos, you had <laughs> yeah. to put them on that and then plug that
1: into your friend's laptop. Into the laptop, drag it in. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if you want to pick, here you go. If you want my notes, here you go. Yeah, if you want a video, goes. there it is. Oh, so good. Just a tap of the finger.
0: The next one is cold water from the fridge door. Oh. What do you mean? Crisp. There are some people that have
1: to walk miles. For water. And they've got to carry it. And you can put a fucking glass against a fridge. <laughs> and you have clean, fresh. crispy water. Absolutely. Um, Another thing that's really convenient is parking apps. And it reminds you when your parking's finished so you don't get a fine. Yeah. And you don't have to walk to the parking thing and then walk back to your car. Actually, speaking of that, my parking finished. Um <laughs> 30 minutes ago and oh dear i've got an acrold sticker hopefully they don't <coughs> oh, <yes. laughs> anyways um the
0: next one is a milk frother like how many times have you tried to stir your supplements in and they just don't dissolve like you press a button and it's fun to watch oh, do you
1: mean those little like hand yeah. like that's called a milk frother oh yeah okay it frosts milk <laughs> of course Why don't I, I always just Associated with Mixing my sups Yeah and never with Milk yeah. well, There we go um, The next thing Is convenient Is just Being able to Book appointments Online Absolutely, No phone calls No thank you No That no.
0: anxiety's gone Yep
1: <laughs> Just oh, Booked Done Yep Confirmation in the email Thanks so much for coming <laughs> Confirmation text Oh, Yep A reminder Oh, Are you still coming Reply yes or no <laughs> A lot of ours is like Technology-based. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, when you're signing up for something and a website sends you a code and your phone like automatically types it in and you literally just like don't have to remember the numbers, it just types it in for you. So
1: convenient. You beauty. Just a little thanks done log in login. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, <laughs> being able to just text people. Do you remember Having to
0: call people's landline and going,
1: hi, just wondering if Caitlin's there. Yeah, when oh, I was yeah, a bit younger. Oh yeah, just grab her, Caitlin. Yeah. yeah, when I was younger. Danny's on the phone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then everyone in the house knows you're on the phone and can like listen to your
1: conversation. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, just just a quick text. So convenient.
0: Um, the next one is the reverse camera on your car,
1: and Apple CarPlay for maps. Absolutely, yeah. Do you remember having to, like, sit in the passenger seat with your mum and you had to do the direction book and, and then the page would end and you had to go find <laughs> the next page and they're like, where am I turning? And you're like, I don't know. And, like, it would always make me feel
0: so sick looking down at the map.
1: I love you, but you'd be so fucking shit at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, it's, is it upside down? I don't know which <laughs> way to go. Is it left or right? You can't even, can't even do maps on the phone at all. <laughs> No, that's so mean, but. I'm not wrong. There's something,
0: something stops my brain from understanding it. I
1: don't know what it is. It's okay. We can't all be good at everything.
0: Exactly. And I bring so much else to the table.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Funny. Is that it?
0: Pre-workout. Oh. Caffeine. You're feeling tired. Hey, guess what? There's this magical water that you can actually drink and it gives you, it actually doesn't give you energy. Did you know that? Really? Oh, my God. I'd love to know the science, the scientific words, but I'm just going to real dumb it down because that's the only way I can. So, caffeine actually blocks the receptor in your brain that tells you that you are tired. Wow. What is it called? adenosine. Look. <laughs>
1: <it's not laughs> do, do you know if it's factual information? Yeah.
0: Interesting. Oh, my God. Imagine if it's wrong. That's so embarrassing. Well... Can do coffee, a little. Coffee doesn't give you energy. It, yeah, it blocks the receptor, the tiredness. Receptor in your brain. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> we'll get back to you on that one. Um, yeah, and I was just going to add on to that, like pre workout in a can. Thanks so oh much. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that
0: brings us <laughs> to the end of. That was
1: a lot. It was a lot, but we hope you guys
0: took something from it. And then we ended with something super lighthearted just to make you feel like happy. Yeah. ending it you don't feel oh. drained after listening to it and realizing that you're a narcissistic victim and
1: <laughs> 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 just kidding all right well we hope you guys enjoyed um make sure you rate the podcast on wherever you're listening to and please message us if you have any ideas on what to talk about um we really appreciate when we go to our hot girl walks people telling us like how much they enjoy listening to the podcast when they're on their way to work or coming home like it just yeah we really love the feedback and it makes us feel like what we're doing is worthwhile because it's just so hard to track with podcasts. Absolutely. Who's listening, who enjoys it. So when we hear your feedback, it just makes us more motivated to just keep continuing on. Yeah. Um, but on saying that, we're actually taking a bit of a break for a little bit. There's a lot going on. We're very busy and we are doing the end of season two and there will be a season three coming.
0: And it'll be better than season two because we are going to plan things better. <laughs> there may or may not be some guest speakers coming
1: in. Yeah, we just going to do the background stuff first. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's going to blow your bloody socks off, hopefully.
0: We'll see you guys soon and we literally miss you already.
1: I know. We will be back in your ears very mm-hmm. soon, but for the meantime, go back, listen to the vocals. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we will be back bigger, better than ever. Even if you have negative feedback,
0: literally give it to us. We thrive with negative feedback. Know, give me all the constructive
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Constructive. Don't be a bitch, but. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's
1: been an hour. We need to go. Okay, bye. I love you. Love you guys. <laughs>